0: Welcome back to the Logos of Experience and Truth podcast, where I work towards unlocking these mysteries of the beautific vision for you, choosing to listen to this strange and mysterious podcast about strange things. Why am I using the word strange? Well, today is June the 22nd. I'm not entirely sure when I'm going to release this, so might as well just put the date in there. And I just watched the Doctor Strange movie since it hit the Disney Plus website. Many things came to mind from it, and I'll address them here, and you'll hopefully understand why I'm addressing them here, because it pertains to what is the beautific vision exactly? What is it? I've said in other podcasts that the beautific vision is the mystical experience in Christianity, particular Catholicism and Orthodox Christianity. That is what it is called. I think the two theologians of the great faith that spoke on it in particular were St. Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas. But it is the culmination, the end point, the fulfillment, the blessing and gift Of stumbling upon and then finding whatever it is that pertains to the mysteries and then choosing to pursue, know, understand, learn, think, meditate, absorb what these mysteries are and where they lead one towards. Since at the base foundation, I know I've spoken a lot on more secular ideas of what they bring to somebody. They unlock the mind and they help one to find themselves and all that kind of stuff. But At the base foundation of it, if we're talking of a mystical experience, of a religious experience, of transcending the known reality into the supernatural reality, to experience whatever the experience is of God, of what has been called God, that is what the beatific vision is. But a more apt question for it would be, what does it look like? Or can we ask, what does the beatific vision look like? Hopefully at this point, if you have been listening, you've visited my website, logosofexperienceandtruth.com. And if you have gone to the website, then what you've probably seen is a repeating image that I have purposefully plastered all over the website it is the image that I am placing on every single post. It's the image that occupies the logo of Logos of Experience and Truth.com. And this image, again, all we're talking about here is simple pattern recognition. As easy as that sounds, it's also incredibly difficult because of the filters that we possess. The filters that we acquired through aging, from our youth, from our own prejudices, from our own perspectives. These filters exist in our mind and it is essentially how we see the world. And so to see the beautific vision or to see artistic beauty, for instance, in our home, county, state, country, our form of Government, our form of religion is personal, but it is also dictated by the paradigm in which we dwell in, the worldview that has been given to us. And for some, seeing outside of that can be difficult, if not impossible. Just as for those that utterly reject their own paradigm or the worldview in which they live in, seeing that beauty, for instance, or that artistic greatness within one's own culture might be more difficult than seeing it outside. Seeing these images that I provided on the website and seeing the pattern within it should be easy because it's basically the only image that I have on there, but I have it from all different religious and scientific Walks of life, of humanity, the past, the present, and everything in between that I could find and that I could invest and purchase legal copies as well as the ones that I found online that were free. The image, again, it's very easy to show it because it exists everywhere. When you see it, and if you have any knowledge of anything, meditation, anything like that, I'm sure you've already seen the basic mandala symbol, but if you've only seen it in a mandala and not, for instance, in the Catholic cathedrals of the world, and if you haven't seen it, for instance, in the Muslim mosques of the world, then again, that's what I was talking about with the filters that exist in the mind of seeing it within our own, but not seeing it within the other. And I go into great depth in the premium content that I have on my website. I call it the Vision Explained Deeper. It's 18 different talks, podcast episodes, ranging from five minutes to 55 minutes, where I speak as in-depth as possible as I can at the time, from what I knew at the time, on each different Category. For instance, I have a Christianity, I have a Islam, I have a Judaism, I have a science, science fiction, I have a nature, I have a ancient old world. I have these different sections where I try to explain what is shown and how it is the same thing, even if it's described differently. So, as I said, it's very easy to show it to you, but then it is also not very easy to show it to you. So if we're talking biblical, you have to be able to see the imagery that exists for every time when God is seen. The theophany of God is the other term for mystical experience or vision, a theophany. Now that's the more in-depth experience because obviously people have spoken of mystical experiences that didn't pertain to God. It's just kind of seeing some wacky stuff. But it is at the core depth of it some type of experience of the infinite, of the unknown, of eternity, or in the most basic of methods that I can speak on it, human creativity. That when an artist pierces through and experiences creativity, that that is the most noticeable method that humans have been able to, I mean, I don't want to use the word channel, since that's not what creativity is, but it is the method by which this other realm has pierced through and entered into reality, I guess, is the best way to word it. And obviously, I'm saying this because in looking at the imagery within the Doctor Strange movie, the Multiverse of Madness, the image is everywhere. So at the very onset, as soon as the movie started, I was like, oh, it's got the image all over in this thing. And that's kind of how my mind works now when I'm watching movies or television. I'm picking out when I see the imagery and trying to understand how the creators of said piece of art are trying to say about it, if they even know what it is. And obviously in this, the opening scene, for instance, has Doctor Strange, an alternate Doctor Strange running through this realm, trying to find this supreme blessing kind of good thing. And in the background is the stained glass image from, all you have to do is look at, it looks like the stained glass window from Notre Dame, from the Cathedral of Notre Dame, or the Chartres Cathedral in France, I believe that's where that one is, so... If you literally just hold up the stained glass window from one of those two or any other old gothic cathedral, it literally looks exactly like what the artist decided to place in the Doctor Strange movie. When you go further into it, also when he's looking at his doppelganger and they're in his bedroom or in his study or something like that. And in the background, he keeps looking out to the tunnel imagery. So that's another of the images that exist. So this is the light at the end of the tunnel that's another of the images that has been described when one is having an aspect of the mystical experience that there's some kind of beam of light and that there is some kind of movement or force or acceleration and one enters into this tunnel of light and something happens right it's kind of different for each person each of those different this is what happened This is who I spoke to. This is what was said. This is the reason why. All of those are kind of the, how do I express this? That's what the human aspect brings through. But that's not the foundation of what is actually seen. For what is actually seen is the rotating tunnel, some kind of beam of light, and something that looks like the mandala. It's been described as a mandala. It's been described as a dragon. It's been described as beams and streams of light, all kinds of different things. And then, if we go on the biblical, Elijah is the flaming chariot wheel. In Ezekiel, it's the wheel within the wheel. In Zechariah, it's the lampstand. To understand that image, you have to look at it from above. When you look at it from above, it's the same image instead of from the side, because we think of a lampstand, we're looking at it sideways or we're looking at it like sitting on a table, but the Actual imagery is to look at it from above, because now you're looking at the wheel-within-the-wheel imagery that is the same in all the other prophets. That's what it looks like, and each person tries to explain it as best they can, but then it is also throughout culture. Artworks, structures, it's everywhere when you look at it, and so then that obviously that raises the question of, well, why is it everywhere? and yet so difficult to understand. Thought I'd talk about that a little bit because I just watched it. The imagery was there. I was already thinking of, eh, did I talk enough about what does the beatific vision look like? What do I mean by unlocking the mysteries of the beatific vision? And obviously, what does the beatific vision look like would be one of those questions. Hopefully, I've answered that a little bit. Definitely visit the website, logosofexperiencetruth.com to see the depth of the imagery take a look at purchasing the Vision Explained Deeper work since I go very in-depth into each different religion, each different school of thought is the way I perceive science and science fiction, especially because in the science fiction part, a rotating ship with a beam of light that brings somebody up into it is exactly the same as the mystical experience, so the UFO experience is exactly the same as the mystical experience as well. So definitely check that out. Until next time, and I'll leave you at that.